Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPM number 33, that's Bayis Panimi Shir for Men, Shir number 33, we're at the end of talking about this PDF of 100 Ways to Love Your Wife in Her Way, and the next thing is to be sensitive to other people. This is very important, now you think, obviously a list like this, it would say be sensitive to your wife, which is also true, one needs to be sensitive to one's own wife. But what's helping greatly in Shalom Bias is when you develop that um, personality within you to learn how to be sensitive to other people. This is something that is influencing in a great way towards your wife when she sees this in you. When she sees when you're by the Shabbos table or you're on the phone or however you're interacting with anybody, whether it's strangers, whether it's relatives, whether it's with your own children, whether it's how you do it with guests in in the house. This is something that's important to know. When you do your own self-work and you improve on your midas, it's a natural result of that for your wife to start loving you more. Because of those good midas you worked hard to develop within yourself, she loves you more based on the hard work you put in. She loves you more and respects you more by putting yourself on a higher level. When you're sensitive to other people, it is she, she has a tremendous sipic anefesh of this. Now there's one disclaimer. One disclaimer on this is, is if you c- create an atmosphere or a mahalach in your life where you're more sensitive to the other people outside of your home, than you are to your own wife. And we talked about this many times before. That's obvious. And that's one of our nesiyinus, because again, uh, at home we're more comfortable, and we should be more comfortable, and very often we're less sensitive to our own wives in the way we talk to her than we are to strangers. So that is true. One has to realize it, and she'll get hurt by the fact that you're kinder to the other people outside the home than you are with her. But here is going on the flip side of it. If you do treat your wife with the proper healthy sensitivity and you treat her with respect at home, then it's a positive thing. When she sees on the outside as well that you are, and it's sincere, it's not a fake. She could tell easily. She has intuition. She has Bini Yaseira. She could tell that when you, let's say, are talking to a boss or you're talking to somebody outside or you're talking to Chashev Arav or you're talking to somebody that has money, she will be able to sense very easily whether you're being sensitive to them and kind to them because you want to get something out of them or you're con- you know, about their status, or you're being sensitive to them because you really care and that's part of you. She'll be able to tell. So this one comes with a disclaimer. When we say be sensitive to other people, the being sensitive to your own wife comes first. But once you have that and you're doing your best to treat your wife with respect and with care and with love, then this idea of you being also sensitive to the people around you and the people in your circles, something that your wife notices, the way you interact with people, it has her grow in her love and admiration for you. That's very, very important. Surprise her with fixing her favorite meal. Now, some of you are no, don't know anything about cooking, so okay, fine. But you try to surprise her with things Sometimes you try simply to help and offer her. Let's say you have a two-story and your bedroom's upstairs, the kitchen's downstairs, and it's a little early. She has a sore throat or whatever it is. She like, you ask her, would you like some tea or something? Could I bring a fruit to you? Do you need anything? Do that, stamazoi, and, and, and offer that. That's very important. 
be sympathetic when she was sick. We talked about it again. Don't. Sometimes you could get, you know, if you're, this is the thing with linear brains of many husbands or even wives that, you know, you read a list like this and a lot of them seem similar, a little different nuance. To be sympathetic when she was sick, I think you had in other blurbs over here in this hundred that went through the same or similar theme. But it's very good when he does this and reframes it in another way. Sympathetic means that not just when you actually helping her, but pile when she's not well, but to actually show that empathy when they're not well. This is something that I think is very important, and it's human nature. When someone, th- and very often it's, yes, there are people that are sort of hypochondriacs in nature. There's a joke that on a tombstone of a hypochondriac, what does it say on his tombstone? It says, I told you so. So there are people that over-exaggerate, but even them, you know, you have to deal with a certain level of compassion when they do that. But sometimes, they, when, when, and some people are the opposite, where they, they could hold pain and they don't like to express any of it, also not healthy. You know, it's healthy to express when you're in pain. But that's one thing I think what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, and the Chayva Salvavis talks about it, explains, like, why do children, if you think about it this way, Rav Miller once explained it as he's explaining the Chayva Salvavis, that children very often when they're young have a lot of viruses, stomach flus, you know, 103 fever, which for children is not a, as dangerous as it is for adults, and it comes normally. Constant ear infections, the teething, right? All these things that a, 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 a baby or a small child suffer from, and you wonder, they're innocent, they didn't do any Averis, what's this all about? And in reality, what it really is, is it's training a person to understand what life really is. Life is good, life is wonderful, Hashem wants to go and benefit us, but it comes with some difficulties. And some of this, even though it's forced on us, we don't have a choice, children don't have a choice when they have these ear infections, or, or the teething that hurts. But, and even though they can't express it yet, but even us as adults, and we're much older now, we need to know that we benefited from those situations by, by, by Hashem putting in our psyche that things don't go always our way. There are things that are painful in life, and we, know, we need to learn how to deal with it and overcome it. But the idea, though, is that it always needs to be expressed with a sympathy. You don't go to your child when she's, two years old, don't complain about your teething, you know, and try to explain to him intellectually, Hashem knows what he's doing, and so on and so forth. No, you, 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 you calm him or her down, you try to soothe that pain, you give them the medication, you try to distract them, you try to make them feel better, and when they're teething also, you give them whatever they, they need to help their teething, and so on and so forth. So, so that's a very important thing. Another thing, call her when you're being late. It's okay, you know, you you know you have to work something's extra. She expected you there and she made the supper ready for six thirty, seven, whatever it is. You know something got delayed, a meeting, your boss needed something, give her a call, say sorry, I got stuck. I, I was expected to be home at six thirty. I won't be home till seven fifteen probably. It's so, so helpful to do that and to tell her about this. Don't disagree with her in front of her children. We talked about this as well. Take her out for dinners and for weekend getaways. Also, we talked about do the little things she needs from time to time. This is a tremendous insight in marriage because we talked about this before many times as well, that the success of marriage, the healing of marriage, 
how it could transform things, starts from these little things. We said these grand vacations are wonderful and are needed. Even if you can't afford it so much and you scringe money and you, 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 you somehow get yourself to get two, three nights in a hotel and a, a more local place where it's affordable, you can manage it, and, and you're able to parcel out your kids to relatives or to friends, and you go out on these vacations, it is so worth it. So, but, but one needs to know that even during those kufas where you can't, those little things, you can make a particular one night a week a very special time between you and her. I would say that it's important when you do this. In other words, you do the laundry for the, on the woman's side, do the laundry the night before or the night after. A husband has to take care of paying bills or certain shiurim the, the night before, the night after. But to designate once a week special time to be alone with her, to be alone with her and to connect with her. Now, I, I believe this is a good idea too, that not don't just do this in the tahar period, meaning in the times when she's not anida, where the special time could lead to also physical touch and whether sexual or non-sexual, but certainly it could be sexual and intimate and ultimately ending that special night with having physical intimacy with one another, which is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, healthy thing to have a special night once a week that way, to connect that way, if you can do it or be committed to do that. But it's equally important not to just say two weeks of the month or whatever it is we check out and we don't do that night. You do it in the Nida period as well. It's very healthy for a husband to learn to connect in his wife in non-physical ways, even if you can't touch her, even if you can't, the, the intimate, physical intimacy is not in the picture at all, and to shift your perspective and start viewing her as a loyal, good friend, to want to become best friends with her, to want to understand her on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, and you basically don't Take, make light of special nights. If you're able to do this and you're both committed to do this, to create one night somehow, no matter how hectic it is, to do your tasks on other nights. So this night, at least maybe two hours, three hours of it should be special time for her alone, you and her alone. Do this every week, including the weeks when she's Anita, including the weeks when physical intimacy or physical touch is not an option. It is so, so important. First of all, it, it adds validity to the times when you're together in those special nights when she is tar and available to you physically or sexually. Why? Because then she sees clearly that you love her, period. You love her, period. You love her in, irregardless of whether you're going to get some physical benefit out of her in a sexual way. And that's why those two weeks of special time, the two nights a week in the Nida period, is extremely important. There is where very often they could connect very deeply in non-sexual ways, non-physical ways, that create the ban of the best friend. Remember this. It's not just important to love your wife. You have to like her too. You have to treat her like a best friend. Shira Shira, it goes through the levels it calls very often when it talks about HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Knesset Yisrael, um, Ishti, or my beloved, Ahuvi, or Daidi, all these things that are clearly a connotation of a husband-wife, fiery, 
a physical attraction type of relationship. But then you have this concept of achoisi, like a sister, and biti as a daughter, or imi as a mother, and in healthy ways, of course. And we're not going to get into those two right now, but let's talk achoisi for a minute. Achoisi for a minute, it's fascinating. It's fascinating when there's some taich in the Mefarshim when Avram told Sarah, Imri na achaisihi, please say that you're my sister. A deeper, deeper explanation of this is what Avram Avinu was saying is like this. We Baruch Hashem have the husband-wife relationship. We Baruch Hashem have the fire of healthy desire, healthy compassion, healthy the way Hashem made it for us, where husband and wife are supposed to connect and be one together in that wife-husband-wife type of relationship. That's very healthy. What Avram was saying now is, because we're going into Mitzrayim, we're going into the Ervas Mitzrayim, that they use these taivas, they use these physical pleasures, and they, they bring it and they twist it, and they use it for Tumah, they use it for the wrong ways. So Avram was trying to emphasize to Sarah, let's, both of us, not get influenced by that. Let Yes, we need to have that husband-wife relationship in a healthy way, the way the Torah wants it, the way Hashem wants it but to protect ourselves so that it shouldn't fall into unhealthy, un, the way the Mitzrayim and their influence messes it up. So let's also develop, especially here in Mitzrayim, to look at each other, not in just that way, but look at each other as a brother-sister friendship and relationship. Okay, It is true in Shalom Bayis when you're treating each other like brother and sister that you love and respect each other as friends, but you don't have that intimate physical connection. That's a problem in marriage. It can't be like that. You need to have that doidasi or the ahuvi, the, 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 the passion, and even the sexual passion, yes, and the physical connection, yes. All this, if you just have the, the friendship without that, that's not a marriage. That's not what marriage is. But at the same time, the reverse is true, and you need to emphasize the reverse. Husbands, very important. need to emphasize the reverse as well. That there are tkufas in marriage, and even when she is tahar and physically available to you, that you need to look at her as an achaisi also. To develop this achaisi. She's my beloved sister. A certain idea of that she's also my friend. She's also my blood relative, meaning there's a calm connection also. Not just a fiery connection, but a certain inner level of peace, of comfort, of, of that. So that's very important to create both modes with your wife. That's why when we say over here to create that special time, and if you have that opportunity to talk to your wife and together decide to connect on special nights, one night a week, very special, you do that every single week, making no difference whether there's a physical ability to have a physical connection of non-sexual touch or even sexual touch or physical intimacy or whether there are two weeks or so, whatever it is, where that's not possible. You do it with the same interest, with the same intensity, with the same effort and with the same focus on loving her and caring for her and respecting her. Buy her what she considers to be an intimate gift. And again, with gifts, sometimes it's tricky. Sometimes you could ask her more what she likes and so on and so forth. The next one is interesting. Reading a book she recommends to you. This is very interesting. Now, there are times you and your wife have different interests. 
And the truth is, this is, again, with, with my wife, I learned to do this a little bit, that maybe full-fledged big, like 500-page book, uh, she would tell me to read. You know, I may not have the patience to read the whole book that I may not be interested so much, but I would read parts of it. I would maybe look up online what it's about, what the concepts my wife is trying to convey to me as she's telling me, recommending me to read a book. But one thing that's easier to do that you should do with your wife, let's say you you have the mishpach at home, the ami, whatever it is, and she's reading something and she is inspired by something and she wants to share it with you, this concept or this thing that is in her magazine, there it's very important. Sometimes I I didn't pass that test because I was tired or not that interested in that topic, but then I realized that was an error that you take the time. Somehow, if not right now, you figure out a time where you read that article that she wants to show you, and then you talk about it. You tell her, yes, this is very interesting. I understand this and this, and talk to her about it. So that is an important thing because you're sharing of each other's lives and your inner thoughts. And this may sound silly, but like these, um, um, they used to have the Shikafitsky, these cartoons, or the Kichels, or whatever it is, or she saw something funny or humorous, and she wants to share that with you. Allow yourself to accept that and sh- and read it and 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 laugh with her, and and whatever it is, that's very very important. And the other way around too, you know, you could share a book with her, or whatever it is, or if she doesn't have patience to read the whole book, you could just tell her the concept of it. And we're going to talk on the other side of the mechitza. The wife needs to genuinely show her interest in that. That's how you share your lives together and so on and so forth. It says, give her a framed letter to hang on the wall, assuring her of her, your lasting love, or write her a poem of how special she is. This is something that husbands generally, or men generally, do not find natural. Um, some love writing, I do, you know, so it comes more naturally. Some have, like I said, a neutral thing, and they could still do it. But And some have trouble writing, and even well, trouble expressing their feelings. But what I'm trying to say that even if for husbands that don't, that one, I'm going to start writing poems. I never read a poem in my life. I, 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 uh, I'm a math person, you know, uh, or whatever person. I'm not into writing flowery language. So I get that. So, but if not poems or whatever, some, to, to write something that you know you're not, but write from the heart something to her that shows appreciation, love. I care about you. I love you. So, Again, so we're being Messiah now this a hundred ways to really look it through, look it over, find practical ways to interact this way. Valuing what she says is one that you could really practice. Let's say you pick a week. I'm going to, on this week, I'm just talking randomly, but you could do, I'm just giving an example now, but you could use this with everything. You pick two, three things that week, not more, because then you get overwhelmed and then you go the next week, you do the next thing. So, for example, um, you could say value for what she says, right? Value what she says. That's the, that is the, the, the task of this week. And by the way, value for what she says. If you read it carefully, the connecting ones that are related to value to what she says, you look at too. For example, value to what she says is like sim- similar to ask your opinion, his her opinion frequently, or... Um, you know, uh, com- communicate with her, 
Be interested in what she feels is important in life. So those are all interconnected. There's like let's you could find five or six of these that are connected to the yesoid of value for what of what she says. This is so important. It could be a, a, a game changer. When your wife normally you dismissed her words or didn't pay attention or you said yeah 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 and did your thing anyway, and here finally there's a week and she may be suspicious of you. Like what are you doing this for? That's why it's important very often to do these acts of love and care when she is in the nida period or when she knows that it's not physical intimacy right now. That's that's the that's what's going on. That you're genuinely interested in valuing what she's saying and what she's doing and you're giving her that full time and intention and and that's really what it is and that's really important you know very often i'll just give an example let's say you know the wife only works part-time or the kids are are in schools or and the baby takes naps so she could rest and sometimes a husband may tell his wife in a nice way you know, try you know because they want to be physically intimate that night, and and she's more inclined to it when she's more rested, and she t- and he tells her, you know, do me a favor, do your best to try to take a nap. So when he says it in the in that period where this physical intimacy, sometimes she'll think, you know, he's saying this because it'll also benefit him because when she's a, has a nap and she's more rested, then the physical intimacy is much you know a, a different type of quality than when she's uh, very tired and exhausted. But when you say this in the Nida period as well and show that you care and you tell her, you know, you seem overwhelmed and tired at night, but if there's a way, let's figure out a way. Maybe you could take naps in the middle of the day. Or on Shabbos afternoon, the, when the kids are, are, are let's say, you have, there are certain tkufa with the kids and, and Shabbos that are not that long where you really have to sort of navigate where where, where you, tell, you could tell your wife, I'll take care of the kids for the next hour and a half. You go up and lay down and rest for the Shabbos afternoon. I'm tired also, but when you get up after an hour and a half, then if you don't mind, you'll come back, you'll take care of the kids, and I'll go down and, 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 and lay down for another hour, hour and a half. You could do a lot of this even on some of the short Shabbos, and depending on the schedules of how early you're daven, and, and, and so on and so forth. That's a separate subject. But what I'm trying to say is, though, is that if you encourage each other in those ways, and let's say the Matzah Shabbos is uh, it's a Nida period. There's no physical intimacy or anything. Then it shows you're asking, you want her to be rested because you want her to be rested. You want her to feel good. You want her to, because you're concerned about your, her health. You, you want her to go, let Matzah Shabbos, she's, she had already her, a nice, adequate rest. Nothing to do with the fact whether uh, she'll be more rested for physical intimacy or not because it's, it's the Nida period. So you're doing it because you're really care about her overall so that's that's an aspect of it so that's why value for what she says is all 24 7 and you do that and then so on and so forth with all the other habits that that are listed here that you try to pick a few or similar ones per week and you do your best to implement it and you'll see tremendous results from it bracha and atzlacha